Hello and thanks for joining us. Uh, this is episode 10 of Hurt Business Radio. Ben Damon here alongside the Matador and Wild Will. Um, how are you, gentlemen? I'm well. Used to be Good. wild. You look used, well. Used to be wild, You're not Will. so wild anymore, no, are you? No. I tell you, though, I saw a video yesterday. You, you're in better nick than you were as wild, Will, I reckon. Ooh. Silly willy these days. Yeah, right. <laughs> Come back? Uh, never say never, Benny. Um, I'm just staying in good shape and, you know, who knows what will happen. See if a good opportunity presents itself and, yeah, never say never. Speaking of good shape, you're half the man you were last I saw you, Jade. You look outstanding. Mate, uh, training camp's gone well. The, my weight, everything's ahead of where it should be. The body's really, really good. It's the first time in probably 18 months that I haven't carried an injury into a fight. So um, I'm really excited, mate. I'm looking forward to it. But uh, hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing... Uh, how many days said that. How many days out are we now? I've no idea. Okay, that's good. Mass was never my strong point. No, that's right. How many kilos are you? How many kilos do you have to lose? Uh, I'm sitting around 82 kilos right okay. now. So that's well, that's, that's, that's ahead me. of schedule. Well, usually usually fight week. Like for instance, when I fought in Japan, I was five days out from weighing. I jumped on the scales in the hotel room and almost gave the uh, promoter <laughs> and matchmaker a, a heart attack. I yeah. was 83.6. And that's that's comfy for me. Like I what's so like a eight kilo weight cut in a week? Yeah, I, I normally like normally com- really comfortable is four. Yeah, but, um, I get it. I, I feel like that's okay for a, a middleweight, a super middleweight. Yeah, yeah. I was you know super featherweight, and I used to cut anywhere up to five kilos that last forty eight hour window before a fight. So yeah. Yeah, obviously being heavier, it's a, a oh. lesser percentage of your and body weight. Mate, I carry I. I carry, I'm soft body for a super middleweight. Yeah, I've heard that. Genetically, I am. You've heard that? You yeah. haven't seen it? Seems <laughs> to be like the running joke about... Uh, yeah, it's what we like talk about. Level of and I'm well and too, thanks for asking, oh, uh, yes. fellas. So we'll get into the, re- <laughs> the rest of the show. Um, we have to have a look at um, a couple of uh, recent world title losses for Australians. Both of the fights pretty much went according to... <laughs> The script, we did hope there'd be a fairy tale amongst them, but uh, Billy Dibb was beaten against Tevin Farmer in Sydney. Um, he went the distance and really toughed it out, um, which was impressive, and that was live on Fox Sports, and I had the pleasure of um, commentating that fight. And then um, then we saw Carl uh, Frampton against our own Luke Jackson, and um, that one again went it pretty much according to what everyone thought, but uh, he toughed it out as well. Firstly, uh, Billy's fight, your greatest rival in boxing, no doubt, Will Tomlinson. Uh, did you watch the fight yeah. live, and what did you think? Yeah, Billy did the one that got away um i did watch the fight he uh yeah like he 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 was competitive he got in there he had a crack but he just to me seemed like he was forcing that style of fight that isn't really his style of fight um he was trying to fight like jeff Fennick. trying to fight like yeah on the front foot you know getting in his face trying to smother him and tevin farmer was just that one step ahead of him a bit you know fresher a bit you know, smarter and um, just was able to outbox him and catch him com- coming in recklessly. Um, you know, having said that, he he had a crack. You know, it was for the world title. He was, you know, it's he's had a great run. He's had a lot of big opportunities and made the most out of a few of them. And yeah, this one just wasn't meant to be. And the, his last fight, so he's had he's had a good career. Guts here to go there distance didn't you think yeah no it was very gutsy to go the different that go the distance and um 
What a great way to go out. You go out fighting for a world title in front of your home crowd. Yeah, yeah. he would have preferred to win it. But, yeah, um, certainly to have everyone there, his friends and family, and a big crowd and live on television, it was a really good atmosphere. So, you know, it was it was a really sad one, actually. I was a bit emotional after the fight when really? when he was retiring and everything. Uh, I know you, you've yeah. had your differences with no, Billy, I'm but not, I've, <laughs> I've always liked him. And he's, me, me, and Bill, me and Billy Dipper are actually pen pals now on Instagram. So, <laughs> are you really? Yeah, we're, we're good now. It's since he retired? Or? Yeah, uh, yeah, since he retired. Um, I've got some really good memories of his career. I had the pleasure of calling when he won his um, IBF world title as well against uh, Jorge Lasierra, I believe yeah. it was. Um, so, you know, calling an Aussie winning a world title is always very exciting. Um, Jade, did you have any moments of Billy Dibb's career that you, you particularly look back on and, and enjoyed? Or I, Look, I like watching Billy come up when he was... He was he was busy. His hands would be down. There's lots of flair about him yeah. in that. And as Will just touched on, then in his last fight with Farmer, he's had a 50 fight career, and to fight that style of fight at the end of your career is tough. So I love the fresh Billy Dib coming up, and I, I suppose a dual world title in Australia the night that um, Dib and Gil both defended their IBF world titles in Tasmania. That was yep. probably a big one for me. Yep. Mine yep. was, um, I would have to say, was when he fought Davy Brown back in, um, I think it was in Penrith somewhere, like yep. Yep. 2008 or nine. Yeah. That was, I remember going to that fight when I was living in Sydney and you know, thinking, you know, he's red hot. Um, that was probably... In terms of performances, I reckon mm. that was one of his highlights. Yeah, and and Davey uh, obviously was a, an emerging star at the time as well, yeah, so like, it was an even more exactly, impressive yeah, like performance. It was one of Australia's kind of competitive matchups at that point in time, and um, yeah, as I said, one of his better performances. How come Cl- it never closely, closely followed by the time that he um, tried to take a swing at me <laughs> ringside at the Mundine Charles Hatley fight night, but um, yeah. Another topic. Yeah. I, was, I actually was going to say that was my favourite Billy Dibberry. <laughs> yeah, um, I was ringside for that as well between uh, you and Billy uh, in the crowd there at um, at uh, what was the venue? summer in summer South in Bank. summer South, in Melbourne? Yeah, yeah. Um, exhibition exhibition building. building yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it all really kicked off. Yeah, that uh, <laughs> definitely sparked you know a, a, an already evident rivalry but you know sadly yeah. nothing really eventuated from it and um, why why do you think it never happened uh, I just, i'm not sure really um i don't know why a promoter didn't you know like have the you know force that like forecasted a big fight and a big rivalry build it up like a danny green mundine mm. rivalry and you know put on a big show that i reckon like the australian boxing public yeah. would have liked to seen but didn't happen so yeah we both continued doing our own things and never came together yeah i know we tried a lot like you know, there were a lot of meetings planned there's a lot of discussions but yeah. it just could never never quite get there yeah. do you regret that it that it didn't happen i or? would have been good but i think yeah at, at that point in time you know i was pretty i'm pretty sure i was still signed with golden boy fighting in yeah, america so i'd like you know i had big plans over there and big you know, i had commitments over there and um it was looking for bigger fish in america um yeah the 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 billy did fight it would have been great to have back here if i was you know continuing my career back here but it just never happened Hmm. well billy's off having a holiday now which i don't think he's done for quite a while and um he's happy and healthy so i guess the the very very best of uh, luck to him with whatever happens from here and congratulations on on his career but um, Luke Jackson's not finished he went over to Belfast uh, on Sunday just gone early in the morning Australian time 
went up against Carl Frampton and I, I saw he put up a, um, a tweet or his Instagram about the injuries that he sustained in the fight. You can see he's a yeah. high and two perforated eardrums and he obviously got dropped with the body shot uh, later on. Uh, that was a tough one. Rough night at the office for, uh, for Jacko, but even the lead-up and everything to a fight like that, the amount of uh, media commitments and everything like that, you're just so out of your comfort zone. It's such a big deal mm. going over there to fight the Irishman in Belfast. Yeah. It, um, in saying that, I was impressed with... Carries himself the way he, he, super well. Outside the ring, but inside, he didn't... I don't think the nerves yeah, got no, to him. He, he, he wasn't definitely... didn't have stage fright or anything. No. Yet. He just, I think, physically was just a little bit behind the eight ball with, you know having to make that 57-kilogram weight division, weight limit, you know, all the travelling that came with it, and just being in a you know, different hemisphere and a different yeah. arena, different surroundings, it just all adds up. And you know, obviously when you're fighting the the you know, the, the local in his hometown, yeah. he's definitely going to have that home ground, home ground advantage and you know, perform at his best. And Chaka was just a little bit off the mark. Yeah, and you, when you look through um, who Jacko has fought compared to Carl Frampton, like there, there really was no competition between them. So you'd have to expect that's what was going to happen. But he probably went better than plenty would have expected, I think. He, he toughed it out more than maybe certainly those in the Northern <coughs> Hemisphere expected. They thought he'd get blown oh, out of there. But absolutely. there's a, a great deal of respect for him even from there after that fight. Yeah, absolutely. I think... Um I think the Northern Hemisphere, the, the, guy, the, the Irish were thinking that Carl Frampton's got him over there to look good. Yeah. Which Frampton did look good, <laughs> but they literally thought that he yeah. was going to destroy Three rounds Jacko. or something, yeah. No, I took uh, Mark Kwan over there for the identical fight back in, can't remember what year it was, but Kwan fought Carl Frampton for the Commonwealth title. I think Kwani lasted three rounds. Yeah. Um, he was, you know, obviously didn't have the lead up in the training camp that Jacko had, but he was, yeah definitely outclassed um, you know, and, and as we were saying Jacko done a great job and came to fight came to win and you know had a killer training camp I caught up with him I think about it would have been about three or four weeks before before the fight just before he left and he was in good spirits he was uh, mentally ready physically ready and it just came up a little bit short yeah um, do you think he goes up in weight now it's going to be interesting to see what he does from here like you know Reality is he's 33 years old. He's mm. you know, mm. just fought for the world title, just missed out. Um, he's he's a world class fighter, he, um, but he's going to have to rebuild like and start again. It's just whether or not he's wants to do it, mm. and if he does want to do it, I, I reckon he, he can. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he did walk away now. Um, I wouldn't begrudge him it, obviously, but you do get the impression that he feels he's got more to offer. Maybe it is at a yeah. higher weight. I think he's still, you know, internationally competitive at a high weight, super yeah. featherweight. Like, who, who have we got locally here? Cambo, like he could you know, potentially yeah, try and line himself guys, up yeah, to find Cambosis. Mm. Who else is Joel good around Brunk, that they've talked yeah, about yeah, before, Brunks. who's obviously had a recent loss, a yeah. controversial nah, one. Now, Brunks is done, isn't he? Is he? I don't know. I think so. That I'm last sure. fight controversial? Well, apparently so. I didn't see oh, it. Oh, I was there. Uh, it definitely wasn't controversial. I wasn't? No. Okay. Definitely well, not. Well, what I've heard was that it, it was... Who, from uh, Lincoln Hudson or... No, well, it's, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Do you want to give a shout out to Lincoln? Link! <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, regardless, 
toughed it out and um, full respect to Luke Jackson. You can tell what a good fella he is by the support that came. Everyone in Australian boxing, there wasn't anyone. Usually there's someone who's death riding um, a fighter like yeah, that. And Aussie, I've, when he I've goes, had plenty of that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But no one for Luke Jackson. Everyone was right on board. So you can tell what a good fella he is. Um, he was also the main event on a on a card where Tyson Fury was on the undercard. Um, the Tyson Fury in probably the worst heavyweight fight since Tyson Fury's most recent heavyweight <laughs> fight. Um, did you enjoy it, though? He's your favourite. Oh, for about three rounds. <laughs> and then it was like, come on, Tyson, what, what are you doing? Yeah. Come, you up, just... come up again, mate. Yeah, it, it looked like he could have stepped up and got him out of there at any stage, but continued with the pitter-pat and... Yeah. Does he Ali. does he have that explosive power, or is that just the style of fighter he is? He well, just if he does, he hasn't he, shown it yet. Yeah. Well, um, in in a few, well, he stopped a few guys. He on has. I stopped he, guys, no doubt. Yeah. But explosive power. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I think. Um, yeah, I. Th- oh, actually, I'm not going to lie. No, it was shit. It was really boring. <laughs> you can't say it wasn't. 10 rounds. You can't say nah, it wasn't. It, I I love I love Fury. But, uh, he's just an entertaining bloke. Yeah, yeah. Even he's entertaining outside the ring, yeah. like if, if that's what you're into. But, but mm. you, you can't be entertained by what happened there. But now, having having s- having said having said, having said that, shit, he like I believe he ri- he'll rise to the occasion in a big fight. Okay, as well, he did against one. Klitschko, no yeah. one ever gave him a chance yeah, yeah. against okay. Klitschko. Yeah, well, and one. how do you see him? Um, how do you see him in this next one? Getting knocked out. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't, I'm just shit-staring again. But, uh, uh, well, look, it's, know, it's, a, it's, it's a very realistic possibility so, on a performance like that that Deontay Wilder yeah, knocks him out. No, 100%. But I just see just the amount of movement for such a big man. If he can if he can constantly keep Wilder reaching in all night and keep him mm. off balance. Mm. But Wilder just pulls him from out of nowhere. Yeah. So I, I reckon he's going to um, box Wilder's ears off. Yeah. I reckon he's going to be able to see those big, wide, looping shots yeah. that Wilder... F- throws and be able to slip, duck, weave and counter him. Um, One of my memories of Wilder, apart from watching him ringside win his title against Bermain Stavine, was all the way back in 2007 when I did a training camp in America at the Olympic Training Centre before the World Championships as an amateur. And I I remember watching Brad Pitt punch the living... Christ out of him yeah. Yeah. Um, just literally playing with him boxing his ears off and just it's funny how like you know you, you see that and then how two professional yeah. careers can, can take completely different paths yeah. well Brad Pitt's the ultimate what could have been fighter yeah. for Australian boxing fans he, sadly yeah um but he's happy, I believe, and he's, he's, he's going well, so yep. best of luck to him. Um, I think I'll translate for you, Mickey, but you'd have uh, uh, more interest in Wilder v Fury than most. What do you think happens in that fight? Um, it's hard to say. I think. Okay, maybe, he's just going to give us no, a nothing think, answer, isn't it? I think Fury outboxes him for the, for like three quarters of the fight, and I think based on that last performance, that. You have to put a gun to my head. Wilder eventually catches up to him and yeah. that big shot. I, I tend to agree with what Mickey said, is that he outboxes him for the vast majority of the fight, but eventually Wilder does catch him with something big. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I just don't see that he is in that sort of slickness that we have seen previously, and Wilder has next-level power. I think he's got to catch him with something at some point, but you Cunning, know, it's an interesting fight. Cunningham sat him on the seat of his pants. He did, yeah. So, and he's three foot six. Yeah, blown up cruiserweight. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, look, I think he'll rise to the occasion, but there's just the threat of those bombs from Wilder. Yeah. Mm. yeah. So who do you have winning? Um, I tend to agree with Mickey, but I would love to see the Gypsy King get over Wilder. 
and then get over Joshua as well. <laughs> okay. Well, we've got a long way to go. Let's see what happens. Um, back to Australia and um, Blake Caparello uh, coming off a spectacular victory in a fight we had a good chat about uh, against Trent Broadhurst, uh, who he dropped in um, the first round three times. Is now moving up to well a catch weight just under cruiserweight, I believe. Um, mm. Does anyone know if that's a is that a long term move? Is he going up? Or? Yeah, I think um, the plan is just based off his you know perform the way he's performing in recent fights compared to. His performances through training camp, mm. when he's sitting at that you know little bit higher weight, yep. bit more comfortable, hydrated, his team just think that he's going to be able to you know okay. put on better shows, better performances at that heavier weight. Do you know if he's been actually sparring serious cruiserweights? Yeah, I'm not really sure yeah. to be honest with you. Well, he's fighting against uh, Lance Bryant, who's a, an opponent that he certainly would be expected to dominate. Um, but yeah, it's an interesting move. Um, I understand the thinking because obviously he's a superstar in sparring and maybe mm. he hasn't shown that uh, in some of his more recent fights. But, but Some of that's not actually weight related. Some people just can't translate that, you know, you know mm. killer sparring performances to, the under, to under the bright lights of you know, fight night, like Qu- Quamil Bella was a prime example of that. Like he was an absolute killer in the gym. It's given me plenty of touch-ups over mm. the years, but just on fight night, something goes something goes missing. Could be a case with Blake Caprello as well. Yeah, well, well, potentially, but um, yeah, uh, it's a whatever happens. If he does end up as a cruiserweight, that is a tough division. Yeah, to well, not be a, a naturally. Yeah, big dude at that world class level, hundred yeah. percent. Yes, uh, it's a long way between those divisions. Like, but yeah, massive weight difference between light heavy and cruiser. But look, he's experienced. He's been there. He's fought for the title at light heavyweight. If this is the direction they think he wants to go in, I've, I've got faith that they're making the right decision. And how much longer does Caparello have in the sport? Yeah, well, I guess been that's, a long that's time. up to him. He has how, been old is, how old is Blake a now? Long time. He's not as old as you'd think, actually. Uh, he's only sort of his early 30s, I think, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. That, so that's like, that's it, old, isn't it? Well, nah, come on, man. It depends on the way you fight. It depends on the miles you yeah. on the depends on the way you fight. No, and, sure, and he fights I was super at, awkward. I was done at 26. Yeah, yeah but so you lead you with, the, with your head, whereas he's doing something different. 74 bucks in Yeah. Regardless, I think he's out. Uh, is it the thirty-first of August? Is that the the yes, fights? Yes, Croatia uh, Club at the Croatia Club. Um, so looking forward to those ones. But then uh, very soon after that, uh, big Friday night at the Melbourne Pavilion with the Matador being revealed um, up against Kerry Foley. About what are your thoughts on, on that one? About time I'm bloody sick of all the trash talk on Instagram and Facebook. What have you made of the uh, trash talk? You first, Will. Well, I, th- I think uh, Kerry's definitely um, winning that matchup, isn't he? Or? Whatever, dude, you just read what Brock put down on this paper to piss me off. Um, well, there's actually nothing here. <laughs> what do you think about the trash talk, Jade? What have you well, made think, of um, nah. the back and forth? I'm not on Instagram, Honest, so I've missed most of it. But honestly, I, I've had people telling me that it's interesting to get at times. On Instagram, I'm not anyway, going to do that, but go well, on. He's, we'll old, he's old school. Yeah, old yeah. School. I've got a no typewriter. Worries. He's um, still faxing. Yeah. Um, Ah, look, trash talk, it's a bit of fun. It's not really my cup of tea. Bees are taking Kerry, that to the, the next level, getting photos, Kerry, photoshopped. And, yeah, from what yeah. I've been getting sent, a lot of photoshop. Yeah, well, why not? It's, yeah. there. it's there now, so you may as well use it. But I don't know, I look at Kerry as like, he's like the school bully, but that mentality has never, like he's a 32-year-old child, like his mentality and sort of everything the guy says, I take with a grain of salt, like I don't, 
I don't. I'm not. Emotion doesn't come into boxing for me at all. It doesn't bother me. That's just a little bit of fun, mm-hmm. and anything that comes out of that guy's mouth, I don't think you can take seriously anyway. So it's a um, it's a massive domestic fight. People are really excited about it. The last yeah. one we saw like this was Broadhurst against Caparello. That was um, a complete shock to everyone. No one thought it was going to be a blowout first round victory to Blake. No. Um, a lot of smack talking then as well. Yeah, there was from generally from. Uh, Broadhurst, yeah, and what, yeah. Ha- and what happened to him? That's it. You got, yeah, yeah. We all know what happened to him, yeah. but uh, yeah. Well, I'll leave. I won't get my balls out, and uh, we should be right because he did that at one stage save, too. That save got to it, the next. Save it for the fight. Save it for the fight. <laughs> oh, he did too. Yeah, so that's Kerry's trick anyway. Wait, start again. He um... no, that was Trent that Trent. Um, revealed himself online. I think uh, in, in an effort to get under the skin of Blake Caparello, which uh, <laughs> appears not to have worked. Um, <laughs> Regardless, uh, See, yeah, the back and forth there, or just the from Trent, that was more entertaining than mine and Kerry's. Well, maybe to you because you're involved in this one. Like, yeah, but uh, regardless, um, what's been happening in in this preparation? You told us about your weight and you're feeling good and all uh, those sorts of things. But good. Um, are you expecting him to just come in there and try and blast you out, or do you think you're going to see a, a slightly different Kerry Foley? No, I, look. For me, for me, Kerry's a guy who's never, ever reached his potential. People have talked Kerry up for ages. He's been around for 11 and a half, almost 12 years. And um, I've given him the opportunity now to live up to his potential, so I'm expecting he'll be prepared. Um, but once again, he's been around for 12 years, so I'm not expecting he's going to... He's not going to get in there and I'm not going to see anything out of the box with Kerry, but I'm expecting the best version of him, expecting him to be explosive. Um, he can box... Um, but I see Kerry's very deliberate in his movement as well. So I'm I'm expecting just the best performance of the Kerry we know. Explosive, um, yeah. But that's right. I've, I've but just, you still think you win every round? Uh, or not? Well, that's what you've been saying. Isn't that's, yeah, the, that's the aim of the I game, do. isn't it? I do. Yeah, I do. I train. Well, I, I train. You, you didn't mate, think so for a minute. I, well, I was just trying to be cocky. I was trying not to be cocky. All right. Now, look. Now, so, as you said, Kerry's been around for a long time. I, I used to um, live with him back up in Sydney, and we used to train out of the same gym, the Blacktown mm. Hit Squad, with Lincoln Hudson. And um, yeah, you're right. Like he, he can back. Like everyone seems to think Kerry can just bang. That's yeah, what he does. He can box but too. he can actually box. He's yeah. pretty crafty. He's got a good boxing IQ. You know, we're we're rewinding the clock back like, you know, six, seven, eight years to when he did used to get all the world class sparring with Greeny, Mundine, Peter Karayuki. There was a lot of good boys yeah. that he used to work with back in back around that time. And he he used to match it with all of them, including mm. Greeny. I remember watching a sparring session between him and Danny and he probably got it over him that, that, that particular day. Um so I just I wouldn't underestimate his boxing ability and his experience. Um, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Well, um, well, uh, what, yeah, what do you think a... happens in the fight? If uh, pretend Jade's not here, if you, if you prefer, but um, what do you think? Having had that long association with Kerry so, Foley, so correct me if I'm wrong, Jade, but you're like a crafty boxer mover style fighter, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, that would be fair yeah, to assume. Yeah, yeah. and um, so I'm assuming like Easy. you're going to go out there and try and box him and play to your strengths and box and move and try and frustrate him, draw him onto your shots. It's all about variation, is what I do. That's, you don't want to go out there be a, a one trick pony because again, with his boxing IQ, he'll probably 
catch on to that pretty and quick. When, and he's probably assuming yeah. that that's the solo fight you're going to fight as well. See, when I when I as far as being a one trick pony, as I'm I'm consistently setting things up and I'm 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 leaving traps there and I've got a door out. And I'm consistently just variation. You never get the same thing from me unless I want to show you the same thing. You always got the same thing from me. <laughs> That's why I was <laughs> very, very, very basic. And um, you didn't say who you think wins. Um, I think Jade wins. Kerry <laughs> oh, Foley's there. That's right. I even like Kerry. Okay. Yeah. All right. There you go. Um, and so uh, is the Matador coming out? Yeah, the, bull fighter, the about, bullfighter will be are you, there. Are you going out dressed as a matador? No, but I've got cape? I've got matador and crystals across my back oh, of, of my tracks. So I am the matador Good. now, thanks to Ben. Good. But look, the best thing about this training camp has been, I said earlier how I'm not injured. I've changed things up in training. I'm actually listening to listening to the people who are in charge because I, so I've you're, always you're been a old man's, over trainer. Your old man's your coach, isn't he? He's my coach, yeah. 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 He's my coach. But you better listen to the old man. Yeah, nah, you've got to listen to old Lenifer. But um, well, good. Look, I, I feel like I've broken through the glass ceiling because I was a chronic over-trainer and I'd always, I'd always try to do that a little bit more, a little bit more. And I'd rock up to the gym. We're training for boxing. I'd rock up to boxing at a night time and you're flogging a dead horse. I'd be absolutely wrecked. Whereas now, every single session I've been fresh. I'm getting more out of my sparring. My work rate has even picked up more than more than what it was in the what it has been in the past, which that's one of my strong suits. Mm-hmm. So I'm feeling good and I'm feeling really confident in the lead up to this fight. Okay. Well, there you go. So it is um, the 7th of September, the Melbourne Pavilion. I'm sure there's people can contact you for more tickets if they no, want to, or they're all sold. So they get up the top bit there in the no, no, everything's no. gone. Put them under the rings. Everything's, Everything's gone. gone, so you can't go to that fight. Um, there'll you be can, a is, is it going to be streamed? Okay. Yeah. Yes, you can by Epicenter. Yes, yeah. good. Looking forward to uh, to that fight, um, seeing the Matador come out, and no doubt this is a good time to pay tribute to where we are today here at Everlast because they'll be a, a big part of your kit, I'm sure, the good people at Everlast. Everlast always sought me out with my kit. And where okay, are we? Looking good. We are, we're actually recording at Everlast HQ in Melbourne. And also, I might add, you can, you can go to www.everlastboxing.com.au to get all of your Everlast equipment. Yep. They're the best in the business. They're the choice of champions, they such are. as myself and Will. And they're right behind uh, our show here, Hurt Business Radio, and, of course, the good people at Ozboxing as well. So thank you to Everlast for having us here today. Uh, still a lot to get through, though. And uh, next up, we look to the very next day to Jade's fight, September the 8th. This will be at Bendigo. The Bendigo Stadium is uh, being launched, and it's uh, very exciting for everyone involved. Um, I know that uh, Lyndon Hosking has been working on this show for a long time. He's got Andrew Maloney in probably the toughest test of his career so far and the headline act is going to be Tim Zhu uh, who is uh, in Bendigo I'm sure for well, probably the first time in his life and um, it, it looks like a, a really exciting show yeah look this this fight for me this is this is huge everyone loves Aussie 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 versus Aussie and we're, we're I'd say myself and Kerry are getting more attention than Andrew versus Conception but this this, for me, this yeah. is an awesome fight. Great step up. And, and the really th- good thing about this fight is that Andrew Maloney wants to fight Kaliafi, the big um, yeah. English superstar who's with Eddie Hearn, um, a world champion at the moment. That's the guy who Andrew wants. Well, um, well, this guy went the distance with him not so long ago. It was um, the guy who took his, uh, took his world title yeah. off him. So Andrew gets the chance to test himself against the guy who beat the yeah. guy. So This will yeah, be a great... Uh 
progressive step up for yeah. Andy. He's um one thing I love about Andy and Jace's career and the way they've been managed is they haven't just been fed tomato cans for the last ten fights. They've been slowly pr- stepping up in class each fight, getting better and better opponents, more durable opponents. Um yeah, as they go and. And uh, yeah, I feel like you can see that's reflecting in their performance and them as fighters. They're getting better with each 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 fight, and um, yeah, this one's going to be you know, a real gauge to where he's at and whether or not he's ready to mm. challenge for a world title. And in my personal opinion, I think both him and Andy they're ready to go, and they're our best chances for mm. recent for, for best nearest chances to for new world champions yeah well we'll get to find out here i think because he's what 37 and 6 uh and he's a two division former world champion um a pretty big name in panama where he's from like it's a it's a proper opponent this it's a real good fight as as you said he's actually only once removed from world champion calify beat conception for world titles yeah. so it's it is as good as it gets um is it actually is it is it an official eliminator or i don't think it's an official eliminator no, uno- but the expectation is that that's how it will work yeah, um yeah. so yeah that's that's really exciting I'll, I'll be calling these fights actually which i'm looking forward to um and the last time that i called tim zoo was on that ability of undercard when we all saw the battler when come he, out and take he, the dive when he didn't get hit yeah yeah, yeah. still had his earrings on yeah um, <laughs> yeah, we've got to take his earrings out before he got in the ring. I'd have taken a dive too. It was um, it was horrendous. Like he he took one of the worst dives you've ever seen in there. And the good thing about the footage um, was that you could see Tim going, shaking his head and trying to get him up. Like he yeah. just, just wanted, he just wants disappointed. to fight. Yeah. Um, yeah. almost a little bit embarrassing, really. Yeah, oh, yeah, it was. Um, we won't be seeing him back uh, anytime soon. But he's got uh, well, hopefully a live opponent here, um, an Argentinian fellow who's. Um, name escapes me at the moment, but um, it is uh, Marcos Jesus Conejo uh, that uh, Tim is fighting here. Who's who's got a good record and you know yeah. looks tough enough. So hopefully he gets a yeah. proper fight. And Tim's obviously got huge shoes to fill. Like, oh, yeah. is it possible? Can he live up to? <laughs> well, well it'd be pretty difficult to live up to his old man. But he's, um, yeah, he's up. Yeah, he's done the best he can so far. If, he, if his old man was called Fred Bloggs, we'd already be pretty happy with what he's done. But uh, yeah, yeah he, it's going to be difficult. He carries himself super well too. Yeah, well yeah. spoken, but very articulate. He's. Yeah, I think he's got a big future ahead of him. But yeah, and uh, has Costa made appearances at any of his? Recent he was fights? there at his debut, I think, and yeah. I don't think he's been back since. since. Um, and Tim actually said to me one day that he got a bit nervous with having Kostya there so he was pretty happy that he wasn't there yeah. after that but um, I, I think he has kept a very close eye um, yeah. and Glenn Jennings is the man who's sort of steering yep. Tim's career who, who's very close with Kostya so uh, yeah I think he's he's, he's very uh, keenly involved but yep. uh, maybe not, not present which, from which may be by design yeah, well, you would be. I can sort of relate to it because I'm trying to fill Lennifer's shoes. Yeah. What one his, our, also, one of our. What grace. did he finish up? Um, I have no idea. You should no know idea. your dad's. Record. I honestly have no idea. Your old man was a pro boxer. Yeah, okay. uh, Lennifer was a pro boxer back yep. from the TV ringside days. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he had. Uh, I know he had over fifty odd amateur fights. His father was the boxing coach for St Vinnie's Orphanage, and what they used to do. It's you would fight main events, and then all the orphans would jump in the ring before before he was on, and uh, it was the last kid standing. 
and they'd have their corn chows and this stuff. This just turned so. into a feature documentary about your Sorry. family, did it? <laughs> ah, oh, I'm just... That's, yeah, right. That's that fascinating stuff. Isn't it weird how times change? Because you imagine all these kids beating the hell out of each other now. It just wouldn't happen. Yes, anyway, happen. moving on. Yeah, yeah well. Some type of legislation to protect it. Take us back. No. Um... Your mate uh, Bill Alakaway is going to be fighting in the US. Uh, it has been announced. It's not far off. It only got announced yesterday, and it's the 13th of September that he will be fighting. It's um, at the Hard Rock Hotel in Vegas. Uh, it's on ESPN over there. Um, it's still against TBA, but... Um, on a Golden Boy show. It's a Golden Boy show. Huge opportunity. Uh, and, and an audition sort of a thing, do you think, for, for yeah, him well, to... Yeah, well, I think his audition's actually been done in the, in the uh, gym, gym with sparring with So Canelo. he does have a, an offer on the table from Golden Boy ahead of well, this fight, or...? I'm assuming, um, yeah, if he can you know, deliver a good yeah. performance, then he'll Golden Boy will definitely yeah. extend the offer to sign him. Mm. Um, Do you think that's yeah. a good place for him, having previously signed with Golden Boy yourself? Um, yeah, providing he's got the right type of management, and it seems to me that Canelo's team have kind of almost taken him yeah. under his wing. They obviously got him out to spark Canelo, you know, a year ago yeah. or so, and so twice obvi- now to bring ob- him back is a great verdict. That's mm-hmm. a that's a um yeah a huge testament to to Bilal that he's obviously you know giving him good work. So that's why they've brought him back over, and the fact that they've put him forward to you know fight over there and be on mm. you know have a, have a fight in Vegas. It's um huge opportunity for him that if he can execute it well then yeah, the world's his oyster yeah uh, well hopefully that will be picked up here in australia by espn so we'll be able to see it live but I, I can't confirm that at the moment but um i should have mentioned in the previous one um the maloney zoo card will be live on espn plus um in the u.s so that's a really good, yeah so awesome. that's good for those guys so was um so was billy dip's fight um against tevin farmer that went that went back to, so to they're, they're ESPN streaming plus. they're streaming Andy's fight back to the US yeah, live. Okay, that's, that's right. Great. So, and who's, and, and that they, being, who's that being produced by? Epicenter or no? That's um, uh, is it? Parents. What's the other one? No, yeah. the, um, Adam Wilcox oh, yeah. one. Live is it live boxing? Yeah, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I think Epicenter doing your fight and live boxing are doing the Saturday. Yeah. I think that's what's, how it works. What's the production quality like from from them? Is it pretty good or? Um, yeah, well, I guess you'll have to have a look. If it's going to be on ESPN Plus, hopefully it does look good. But anyway, let's stick with Bill Alakaway, um, who is having this fight over there on ESPN. Um, what did you think of that news when it came through yesterday? Obviously, there's been a lot of uh, discussion almost to the point of absolute tedium about you fighting uh, Bill Al. Now he's uh, off to the US. What was your immediate uh, emotion when oh, you heard? Oh, straight away, I'm, I'm happy as for Bill Al. 26 years old. He's he's living the dream. Like he looks like he's about seventeen. Yeah, <laughs> baby-faced assassin. But no, I was extremely happy for him. I actually spoke to his uncle Al to um, I give him a call just to tell Bilal that I'm super happy for him Why and to wish him all the Bilal? best because I don't have his number over there right. in the states. But no, look, that's I could get it for you if you want. If you want to call him? Oh, okay, that'll be great. Okay. I can ask Uncle Al for yeah, the number. Yeah, if just you ask want, him, right? and then you can call Bilal. Okay. Okay. Cool. So, yeah, well, that'll be good. That? Yeah, this, yeah. this is about as good as my uh, <laughs> coin shower move, move on, orphan boys. story. Move, move it along. <laughs> Thanks, Will. But um, no, super duper happy for so him. Happy? I think he's going to impress over there. Okay. Um, he's got a crowd pleasing style, that's for sure. And so young, so it'll be. Uh, have you ever sparred him? No, never sparred with Bilal. He looks like he's got super heavy hands, like mm. his old man, mm. big banger. Yep. Mm. Yeah, that's what they all say. Like yeah. he's, he's done a lot of rounds with Sakio, who says he punches real hard. So yeah. if Sakio says I'd, that, I'd then love you do. to see um, footage of him and Canelo sparring. That'd mm. be gross. Yeah. yeah. Um, whatever happened to your? You, we said on the show once that you were a chance of sparring with 
Gennady Golovkin? Um, the original fight, yeah, Stuart Duncan through Lyndon Hosking. Lyndon was going to take us over there to Big Bear. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, we're looking at but it just didn't. some... Didn't eventuate, and then I re-injured myself. Ah, right. And then, um, yeah, here we are. Yeah. Um, do you think that the fact that Bilal's going over there um, has any impact on the potential future meeting of the pair of you? If he gets signed by Golden Boy, it definitely does. It'll be the same thing as what's happened with uh, with Will and... Will and... Uh, Billy Dibble. Dibble. Hey, come on now. <laughs> um, yeah, it'll be the same thing again. And... Bilal now, he's got other things on his mind, and it's all well and good for everyone to want these fights to happen and that, but Bilal's looking after his career, I'm looking after my career, and who knows, maybe one day we can meet when there's something on the line, there might be an eliminator, or yeah. one of us might pick a title up and an all-Aussie Australian, but, uh, an all-Aussie world title. Yeah, and it, it all comes down to, like I said before, that promoter recognising yeah. that opportunity to promote a big fight and dangle that worthwhile carrot, carrot in front of you and Bilal and That's bring him back from America which would be see. probably stupid for him because yeah. he could potentially be signed with one of the world's biggest boxing promoters and you know, it's just waiting for that That's promoter to come on does board. it mean we won't see you at Punchbowl That's is that there's a good, is that even less likely now there's a good chance that saddens me yeah, yeah there's a good chance that won't happen but okay. um, I'm a Pav man but um <laughs> <laughs> no, well, that's the thing that that's the thing too that um, people and fight fans don't understand. Like boxing is our business, so we're we're trying. We're not in this forever. So you want to try and make some money. We're all trying to get to the same thing. We're trying to get that title shot, but it's trying not to win like the title. trying to win the title. But it's not like you're. It's not like Joe Bloggs out there is making shitty business decisions and we're patting him on the back. Like <laughs> you, you, it's it's this is our livelihood, mate. We've sacrificed so much. So you want to be rewarded for it, and you want to go in the right direction. <laughs> why, why are you having to go at me? <laughs> I'm still angry at you for making me feel like an idiot earlier. Um, your other mate, uh, <laughs> Rowan Murdoch, is fighting just after that. I think it's September 15 in Brisbane. It's at the Pullman Hotel. It's a co-promotion with DDP and um, and another promoter in, in Brizzy. Um, I don't know who he's fighting, but... Um, have you have you seen who he's fighting? No, okay. no, I haven't seen. At okay, all. but uh, gee, it's strong, isn't it? Super middleweights at the moment. Mm. Yeah, my uh, I have, I'm guilty. I, I actually haven't really been following Ron Mur- Murdoch's career too closely recently. My my memory of Ron Murdoch is like a, a cadet fighting in the you know national championships when we yep. were like you know 14 years ago. Yeah, right. I haven't really seen much. Well, he's of him filled since out then. since there. Yeah, I think. I yeah. Um, but from what I've heard, um, big prospect. Mm. He is, he is. Um, I was just looking up who, who Rowan uh, is fighting against. It's the 15th of September, the Pullman Hotel in Brizzy, and he is... Uh, well, it's not on there just yet, so that worked out well. Okay. And uh, then also in Queensland, September the 28th on the Gold Coast, uh, former WBA regular heavyweight champion of the world, Lucas Big Daddy Brown, makes his... Uh, Eagerly awaited comeback after he was knocked out against Dillian White. Um, he's going to be fighting against Julius Long, the seven-foot-tall mm. um, fellow who he's fought once before and stopped after breaking his hand in the first round. Has he fought here, Ju- Julius Long? Yeah, he well, he fought. Um, he's fought here a number of times, but he, including against Lucas previously. Yeah, I, that's um, what I thought I'd seen. 
Maybe that was on My your card. card. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was on that your cha- card. Channel Nine, the card Channel Nine put thing. on that spectacular performance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah, I was yeah. embraced by the country for doing such a good job. <laughs> they all jumped on board, didn't <laughs> oh, they? Yeah. The wild wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, really uh, lit a fire under boxing in this country, uh, that card, so thank you, Will. Um, no worries. But uh, <laughs> Lucas put on a, a, an equally unspectacular performance. He broke his hand in the first round and then had a really awkward fight against this big gangly fella, but now he's fighting him again, Julius Long. So um, whether you like the opponent or not, I think it's great that he's back in the ring because after that fight against Dillian White, uh, I... I Certainly expected he probably wouldn't be again, but uh, he still feels he's got a lot uh, left to give. So it's going to be fascinating to see what happens from here with Lucas Brown. Where's Julius Long from? Well, he's an American who I think bases himself in New Zealand. Based in New Zealand. I just want to see the big big man uh, busy. I want to see him. And just to go into a fight like the uh, Dillian White fight and then not to be prepared, it's pretty pretty sad for what, what he has achieved and... I just want to see him get his shit in order, mm. start uh, fighting, being active and having another crack at the, at yeah. the uh, big time. Because he was scheduled to fight against Roger Isenready, um, who's sort of another of those journeyman calibre of heavyweights around the place, but uh, had to go and have knee surgery after falling awkwardly in that Dillian White fight when he got stopped. So he's had that, he's all clean now, and um, he's, he's back on his way. He's also parted uh, ways with, with Rodney Williams. I was a little bit surprised that he parted ways with his trainer after Rodney Williams sort of orchestrated that victory against Ruslan Shigaev for his, for his world title, but um, he's made the decision to go and uh, start up with a new trainer named uh, Jay Gray, who trains out of Perth, who I've, I've never heard of previously of you. No, no, never heard of him. Yeah. So. Well, no, I've never heard of him either. Um, Lucas is from Perth. He's from Perth. Perth. So, so the, the just, idea... Maybe he's just at that stage of, of his career where he just wants to be yeah, comfortable. Yeah, oh, certainly. He doesn't want to have to make the trip Transition, to, for, for training yeah, camps because yeah. Rodney's in Sydney in, in yeah. Blacktown. But, um, that could, you know, for me, like looking back in hindsight, looking back on my career, that scenario that we're talking about kind of should probably ring alarm bells for him right because the way i look at it what the way i looked at my career after retiring the fact that i moved back from america when i had the chance to stay signed by golden boy promotions Mm. and chose to come back to melbourne and fight in melbourne you know that looking back at it now that's alarm bells in itself mm. like knocking back the opportunity to fight there at the, the highest level to come back and fight here purely because I just wanted to be yeah, yeah. comfortable and just cruise and yeah do you know yeah. what I'm saying yeah, yeah I understand yeah. if you want to cruise that rings alarm bells but my, my entire career I've, I've been comfortable I've had the same trainer the whole time I've never had an opportunity like a Houghton boy but um, I think I think um, I think I don't know. Maybe it does do him better to actually have his trainer there at home with him instead of travel away from his family. He's got a, yeah, he's look, got, got kids. Everything. Everyone's different. different yeah. Like different things make different fighters tick, and yeah. it's all about finding what works for you. And yeah, if it's not broken, don't fix it. Well, he said in an interview, Lucas Brown, uh, just a few days ago with Tommy Watt, um, he said that um, he. 
the day of the fight, and I was with him on the day of the fight, but on the day of the fight against Dillian White, his thoughts were solely on tomorrow I get to go home to my family. I yeah. He hadn't seen his family for a couple of months. So obviously, and he acknowledges that is not the right mindset for a fight against a dude like Dillian White, but he's trying to take steps to take that out of the equation so he yeah. doesn't have that. Well, that could, it could work for him. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Who knows? It could back, backfire. It could work, yeah. um, but we'll, we'll soon find out. Yeah. Well, mm. at least he's a heavyweight and doesn't have to worry about making weight. Yeah. Which is uh, yeah, can be a bit tricky when you're at home and you you know your wife's cooking your big meals and you catch up with friends <laughs> for breakfast. What are you talking about, man? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you got a wife? I've got a wife and I'll leave it at home. <laughs> I, 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 yeah. Never struggle with weight is what I'm saying. Um, the only other fight that we probably should look forward to is uh, I think it's the October the, the 13th. Liam Paro has his next opponent that's been announced. He's a German fella named uh, Robert uh, Tlatlik, I'll call him. He's uh, 22 and 1, so another step up for Liam Paro, who's increasingly impressive. Have you seen much of him? No. This isn't on the agenda. Oh, well, I don't work off this this agenda. <laughs> you know, I, I, he's from City, uh, Brisbane. He's, Brisbane? He, well, I yeah. think he's originally from Mackay, yeah. but he's, um, yeah. he's now based in Brisbane. Well, yeah, with I, follow, I, I think I follow him on Instagram. That's okay. It's about the extent well, of it. Good. But um, undefeated, mm-hmm. about 13 fights-ish. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah no, he seems pretty, pretty yeah. handy. Like, there's a lot of... Um, you know, fringe prospects on the way up. Yeah, on the way up. I, I feel and um, I, you know, exciting times for boxing. You know, over the next two or three years, once these guys step up and emerge. Mm. And the other one that obviously is imminent is Jeff Horn against Anthony Mundine. Um, those negotiations continued as we speak, in fact, and uh, that'll be all sorted pretty shortly. And I'm starting to get the feeling maybe it's going to end up in Sydney that fight. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah. Um, should Obviously. be a good one. Yeah. What's what's your thoughts? How can you see the fight going? Has Mundine got enough gas left in the tank to? Well, I I don't know. We we didn't think he did against um, Tommy Brown, and and obviously Tommy's not not probably at that world level. But yeah. um, but we saw that Anthony when he throws his hands, he still looks quite good. But uh, yeah. Jeff will go in a massive favourite, and I was with Jeff last week, and he's looking strong and good, and he's he's ready and focused. Where, where and were you with him? He uh, we did a function together in Sydney. Okay. But um, he uh, yeah he'll he'll go out and try. So, and so is that fight locked in? It hasn't been. Um, there's just a few details, yeah. and the details that, that they are are the venue. Um, the, there's a preference for Suncorp and another preference for it to be in Sydney. Weight. And also the weight. And the weight... Um, yeah, that's going to be a big factor. Yeah, so th- there's a kilo between the negotiations at the moment. So they wanted it the, um, at, at the junior middleweight limit, the horn camp, yep. and uh, Chock wants to go a kilo above. Like catch weight, 70 yeah. kilos. Yeah. yeah. Makes sense. So like, yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens with that. Obviously, Jeff will go into that fight red hot favorite, but I, I wouldn't. Favorite. I wouldn't write Mundine off. Mm. Yeah, entirely. I, I wouldn't write him off. But if you look at fights like um, where he's faced a physical dude like the Cloddy fight, yep. hopefully that's not what we what we get again. Mm. Remember, remember that. Yeah, like Cloddy and Charles Hatley, like they were. Yeah, they were the one side horrendous fights. And the thing is, is Horn is a physical dude and will be on him. Yeah. All night. So whether or not Chock has it has it in him to be able to keep his distance and people are saying he's the bigger man mm. but 
physicality. That's that's Horn's thing. Yeah, so mm. it, he's a um, strong guy. So yeah, he, he deserves to be a huge favourite in that fight, and you'd expect that he will win. But um, yeah, you can't write off Anthony Monday. Yeah, no, definitely not. Um, Anything else? To yeah, add? like uh, I think we um, skip past this one here. What, what's that? George Cambosis. What's your thoughts on where he's at at the moment? Obviously, coming off a I, yeah, huge opportunity, express like. Oh yeah, so training camp yeah, we were going to discuss the fact that yeah, he had he's been um, such a star in in sparring against Manny Pacquiao, and it has helped his career. Um, well, I think like everyone, I'm just waiting to see who he how, fights next. Yeah, because and obviously the last two have been uh, fighters who are um, significantly less skilled than him, and he's been very impressive. But mm, yep. yeah, uh, he's done everything right so far. You can't you can't yeah, query that. But I, you want to see him fight someone at some point. He's been impressive throughout his career. And he's got time on his side. He's mm. still so young as well. Um, but yeah, of course you want to see him fight someone good. But there's no, there's no super duper rush, and I'm I'm not too big on how people write these young fighters off. Mm. Oh, you're not fighting anyone, mate. He cleaned house over here. He cleaned everyone up, and now he's over. He's over there. He didn't clean <laughs> them out. No, well, probably a couple of years late there. Yeah. It was but, nearly done, wasn't it? No. Nah. No. no, it wasn't really done. It was I certainly think, discussed. I think it was like it was thrown out there on Facebook, if that's what you want to call like. Right. As, that, that was as, <laughs> that's, um, that's my, that was as much that's as an offer as that I got. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Well, I got offered 100 grand <laughs> on TV to go to Punchbowl. Really? <laughs> and you knocked it back? Oh, apparently, apparently, yeah. I was offered 100 grand. But, on um, via Facebook or TV? TV. Well, you're gonna have to go. Did you, did you press the record button? <laughs> you're gonna have to go to the Hard Rock Hotel at um, in Vegas to get your hundred grand now. Uh, I'd fight Bilal Lackway for hundred grand <laughs> now. No, I'd fight all the punch bowl for a hundred grand. Actually, I'll take that. And just back. to clarify, I wasn't writing off uh, what George Kimbosis was done, has done. I said that he, everything that he's had put in front of him, <laughs> he's, 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 he's done saying. extremely well. Yeah, he's and I think that he is world class skill. I just want to see when he does take that step, yeah. when he's ready for that step, whether he holds up to that world class potential. Yeah. Um, I'm, a, I'm a fan of everyone. Yeah, well, it's going to be interesting, interesting yeah. to see <laughs> how, he, how he responds to. Being in the ring with a fighter who is as equally as skilled, equally as hungry yeah. and fit and ready. And I don't think it's going to be that long. And if he stays in this yeah. Ludabella deal, I don't yeah. think it's going to be that long until we until find we out. Yeah. I don't think they're going to hang so on. So you think he's got waiting. a good deal with Ludabella? I don't know the, the nature of his deal, but I yeah. think it's good that he signed with an international you promoter. Think, yeah, that will present good opportunities. I, I think it'll, who, I think it'll present. Who's Ludabella worked with recently? Um, well, he's. Huh? Yeah, well, he works with all of Al Heyman's guys, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, yeah, he, uh, yeah, you know, he'll, he'll put him in a, a tough enough fight for us to find out in the not-too-distant future, I think. Mm. And um, who, who could you see that being against? Oh, it could be any one of 20 dudes. It's a tough division. Yeah. yeah I, I don't know. Historically, historically, but promoters from the States haven't done us any favours no. at all. No, no, I'm not, so, and they won't do him any no. favors, but they'll t they'll test him out. Oh yeah. They, Anything they, they, you want to add, Mickey, to the show? You're happy? You yeah, just enjoyed it over there, Mickey yeah, Caparelli. Yeah, smile on my face the whole time. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, Will, thanks for, for okay, coming thanks along. Thanks for mate. having me, boys. It's good to see you again. Oh, I hope yeah. I've added to the conversation. You have. Yeah, That's you good. really have. Surprisingly. Um, what else has been happening with you? Nah. Anything you want to plug or tell nah, us about? Really, mate. Just, just doing me just best. Just killing it. Just. Yeah, just every time I try and 
you know, thinking about making a comeback, I go and train for two days and get a sore back. So <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah, give it a miss. Yeah, and uh, Jade, I'll be there at your fight. I look forward to it very much. Reaction. I will also um, be there. And uh, good luck with the rest of the preparation. Uh, can't wait to see the boxer against the puncher. Um, anything you want to finish off with? Maybe a little bit of trash for Kerry. Just give him something. This is he wouldn't have this watched is, this, this far. This but is give him something. This is a channel that he doesn't have access to, so you might as well make the most of it. Okay. Your time. Oh, we'll take the high road, fellas. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna slag the guy out when he can't respond. The yeah. high road, also known as the very boring road. <laughs> All right. Correct. Cool. All right. Well, enjoy not eating for a couple of weeks, and um, <laughs> thanks for joining us again. Thank you again to Everlast who've accommodated us here today. Um, Where's, where can they get the gear? www.everlast.com oh, Everlastboxing.com Everlastboxing.com All right, beautiful. Uh, also, do not forget to rate us on iTunes, guys. <laughs> yes, that's right. Rate us on iTunes. I don't really know what that means, but apparently if you give us five stars, it's good. So do that. <laughs> Is that right? That's correct. All right. See you next time.